Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's me, the Gnarly Gnome, and you're back for another week, or I guess you're back, since I'm talking to you, I guess. This is always so strange, trying to talk to you when you're not right in front of me, I can't see people's faces, but you're listening, so you're here. This is Cincy Brewcast, we are the voice of Cincy Craft, because that's what we do, we talk about Cincinnati craft beer every single week, because there's so much happening in the city, and there's so many things to talk about. Um, obviously life gets crazy for all of us sometimes and it's hard to keep track of things. So I try my best to kind of wrap it all up for you and, uh, package it each week in some kind of, um, neat little ball for you to digest of what's going on, which, um, you know, uh, full disclosure, my life is crazy too. I don't always get to everything that I want to get to. This has been one of those weekends with some really fun beer releases that I didn't get to go to, even though I wanted to. The weather, my family, all of these things kind of explode in your face sometimes and make it hard. So um, here I am, holed up in the basement again on a Sunday night, uh, recording by myself, trying to um, give you the lowdown. I'm going to get a little bit of help here in a minute from uh, the Beer Cat. You guys heard him back um, when we did the uh, the tailgate show with Taft's. Um, at the uh, the Bearcat game, we were sitting outside with the uh, help of the Den um, during the tailgating and did a show. So that was kind of fun. And uh, he offered to jump on Skype here in a minute with me to um, kind of wrap up uh, his weekend, which involved another one of those events that I usually get to make it out to that I missed this year and uh, am heartbroken about it. The Jungle Gems Barrel Age Beer Bash. Uh, which I'm curious to see how busy it was and what it was like because of the weather. It was a night that everybody on the news said was going to blow up in our faces. And it was bad, but I still could have gone to a beer festival, I think. So uh, I'm curious to hear his uh, his take on it and see um, if uh, I should be really disappointed that I didn't get to go or if I should be glad that I didn't get to go. I don't know. I don't see how I could be glad about it, but whatever. Um, I guess we should start this out the way we always start out the show. From the beer fridge. Um, of course, I'm drinking beer. I uh, have been drinking beer all day because I've been holed up in the house with uh, the wife and the baby looking out the window at the uh, frozen tundra um, outside. And um, I'm drinking. So I uh, dug into some stuff that I've had in the cellar earlier in the day, drank some Fibonacci, um, some of their um, bottles from their anniversary this last year that I've still been sitting on and haven't had a chance to drink. So drank those, was very happy with it. And now I'm digging into some of my Christmas beers that were gifts. And uh, for some reason this year, I got a whole bunch of Ryan Geist dad. So I'm drinking that. I don't know that we've ever tried it on the show. So um, I mean, I guess we should go ahead and talk about that. If you have never had dad, uh, number one, how is that possible here in Cincinnati? It's in your face everywhere this time of year. And um, it's delicious. So, uh, so Ryan Guy's dad, they call it a hoppy holiday ale. Let me uh, see if there's anything on the can. Let's see. It says, this hoppy red ale balances crisp hops with juicy malts like a well-worn flannel embraces the cold early dark days of winter. Um, so it's a red ale, kind of a red... IPA-ish. It takes, and it was one of the first big kind of seasonal Christmas beers in town that said, you know what, 
we're not going to do a winter warmer. We're not going to load this thing up with cinnamon or nutmeg or whatever the hell else you put in a, a winter warmer and make it Christmassy. We're going to just do our Rheingeist thing. We're going to make a good red IPA. It's a hoppy holiday ale. I love it. Yeah, 6%, I believe. At least that's what my notes say. Let me look on here. It's, yes, it's still 6%. Uh, 48 IBUs, according to the can. Uh, my notes say 60 IBUs, so maybe it's changed over time. Um, I don't know. Uh, my notes also say Chinook and Eldorado. I couldn't tell you by tasting it if there's something different going on, but um, it's definitely got some nice uh, nice hoppy notes going on. Let me taste it real quick, and I'll give you a little bit better opinion. It's... Uh, it's piney, it's zippy, if uh, zippy is a proper term to describe a beer, in my world it is. It's, uh, it, it, hoppy is not the right, the right word for it because it's not, it's not in your face. The hops balance out kind of the, um, the big kind of earthy maltiness that's going on. It's a, it's a perfect, to me, a perfect red IPA. I guess I shouldn't say perfect because there's always room for something, but it's a fantastic red IPA. Um, I love it. I'm okay with drinking this all winter long. I know sometimes people like to shit on Rheingeist about making pale ales or IPAs or, or whatever, and they say it's just the same thing over and over, and I, I couldn't disagree more. I think that um, Rheingeist does this thing, this this hoppy thing very well. It's very much in uh, in line with what they said they were going to do when they opened their doors, and this is a perfect example of how you can take that idea and roll with it and put your own kind of spin on it, um, especially this time of year, to do a quote-unquote happy holiday ale, I think is uh, is pretty brilliant. They um, do dad day every every winter where um, they celebrate people's dads and plaid and whatever else you celebrate on dad day, I guess. But it's great beer, um, perfect one to end the night on for me. And uh, yeah, on a different note, um, I did actually get out to a tap room this evening, thanks to uh, my family for calling and saying that they wanted to go grab some dinner. So I'm going to talk about that in a second. Let's go ahead and jump over to Skype here because Go Beer Cat is uh, on the phone. The Beer Cat himself. Uh, let's jump over there. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. So the Beer Cat, welcome to the show. The the piece together chaos of a show on a Sunday night like uh, I like to do things I guess <laughs> it's all right it's good to be back <laughs> um, you you lucked out and got to go to um, the Jungle Gyms Barrel Age Beer Fest which I missed for the first time I think ever this weekend because of um, my wonderful family obligations and the weather and everything that kind of collided all at the same time. Um, you kind of jumped in at the last minute for me tonight and said you'd be willing to jump on and uh, give me your impressions of the event. Yeah, I was number just actually, one. How? I'm sorry. I was how busy was in it? In the middle of uh, writing a blog post about it, and I saw your post, and I thought, why not try to help him out? Well, yeah, that's a perfect way to to send the two things together too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how busy was it this year? Was it a little less crowded because have you? So, is this the first year you've gone, or do you typically go every year? Uh, no, this is the first time that I've been there, and I, so it was all new experience for me. Um, I guess before we dig into this, what are you drinking right now? Are you drinking anything? Uh, I actually did just crack this open. 
Um, something I had in the back of the fridge. Uh, the Nor'easter New England style rye IPA. A rye IPA? New England, yeah, New England rye, rye IPA. IPA. That's actually, where's that from? Um, Miss Spillion River Brewing. I have never heard of them. My father-in-law <laughs> I'm interested. gave this to me. It is from Milford, Delaware. That's awesome. Yeah. How is it? Uh, it's it's pretty unique. It definitely has the there's like rye notes to it, but at the also at the same time, kind of hazy. So there's a lot going. Yeah, on. I can see some. Sometimes with rye, you get that that the, the spiciness that I think people uh, think of when they think of rye. But then there's this other kind of sweet side to rye that I think could play with like a like a fruity New England thing really well. Um, that's interesting. I'm gonna actually kind of look into that and see if I can figure out a way to snag some of that that sounds interesting to me <laughs> yeah i'm not even sure where he got it but yeah there's a there's a lot going on it's not bad yeah that's 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 pretty cool well i'm I'm drinking nothing exciting something that probably everybody in cincinnati has had a time or two i'm drinking dad from Rheingeist. Okay. i got for some reason more of this this year for christmas than i think i've ever gotten everybody just brought me six packs of dad from Rheingeist. <laughs> so uh, my fridge is packed full of it so that's what i'm drinking but um so going oh, back to jungle gems um, barrel age beer fest. How busy was it? Was it, um, uh, you know, shoulder to shoulder? Was it a little, little looser? Uh, no, yeah, there was definitely space to move around. I think the, uh, the white death definitely kept some people away from it. Uh, but, but at the same time it was, you know, a decent crowd considering the weather. Um, what were the standouts for you as far um, as beer goes? I would have to say the best in show for myself and the group of people I went with was the Jackie O's approbation. Um, Jackie O's, which um, big news from them recently with uh, Brad Clark deciding that he is moving on to start his own project. So, oh, I did not um, know that. Yeah, he's headed out to California to start his own brewery out there. Oh, yeah, so that's gonna be interesting to watch Jackie O's. I, I assume you know at this point he's. Um, you know, instilled his kind of his philosophies and his talents to a lot of the people around him. And I'm sure Jackie O's will be fine, but it's going to be interesting to watch how they kind of grow and change now that he's moving on. Yeah. That's, that's uh, anything that's else that, anything else that jumped out at you while you were there? Anything, you know, I know that in years past it was, you know, the Canadian breakfast out was always a big thing. And now it seems like you can, you know, snag that, uh, you know, anywhere that, uh, that you want to grab a beer. So it, 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 the rare side of, of barrel aged beer, I think is, is changing a little bit and, uh, festivals like this, I think have to shift and change with it, but, um, it almost becomes less about the, 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 the whale side as it, it is just, um, a gathering of a kind of a like-minded idea of what barrel aged beer is and the celebration of barrel aged beer, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with you. And then like even further evidence of, of that is that I know some places around the city were tapping and uh, starting to sell hop slam today, which like a couple of mm-hmm. years ago was a huge deal. And now I'm like, oh, I'll get it like Tuesday. Right. <laughs> or, or I'll get it next week on a shelf somewhere. It's a, it's a, it's a it's an odd kind of thing with with the way uh 
you know, hype around beer. And I know there's been a lot of, a lot of talk about that, you know, in the last year or so about how craft beer is changing and the, the, I guess that, that hype around it is changing. And, um, I don't know if it's for the better or worst, but it's definitely different now than I think it's ever been. And, um, I don't know if we've seen the end of the, the change and the difference or not, but, uh, you know, the barrel age beer festival, I think is a good example of it to me. You know, that first year that it happened, it was, it was weird. It was different. It was, uh, like, Oh my God, you know, the, all these barrel age beers in one place, this is, this is, you know, things that you can't get anywhere else. And I don't know that it's like that anymore. It's, uh, not that it's, it, it's lost any kind of uh, value, but it's just a different kind of value. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would definitely agree. I mean, there was definitely some, you know, pretty unique stuff that like, I mean, Great Lakes, they brought down like a couple things. I think they only have available in their tap, their tap room. And I'm not making up the Cleveland anytime. Uh, right. And then to answer your original question, anything else that stood out, uh, I had the Listerman, the uh, peach brandy barrel aged Imperial Chacal there. And that was phenomenal. I've, I've heard very good things about that beer. Another one of those ones. And, you know, even just looking locally, you know, some of those crazy big good releases that, you know, you miss out on for one reason or another. But um, I, I've definitely heard good things about the peach barrel one. Yeah, it, it was really good. I got to try, to try like four new uh, urban artifact beers, like their shaved asparagus. Like, oh, yeah. I forget what the they call that series but i think i had like all like all four of them in the series it's there the uh, the epicurean series that's it yeah yeah they they're they're doing some really crazy stuff lately with uh just playing around different flavors and different ingredients and uh you know what it means to be a barrel aged beer is shifting a lot especially here in cincinnati you know if you look even five years ago what it meant to release a barrel aged beer and then you look at it now and it's it's just it's a different world and it's it's an exciting world Oh yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, and like something that I'm hit, I hit on on my blog post is like, you might think it's like repetitive because when you think like, at least for me, if I think barrel aged, I'm thinking like bourbon or whiskey, but I mean, they had tequila aged, wine aged rum. They had, I mean, any, anything that they could, you know, take and put into some sort of barrel, like it was represented there last night. Yeah, I think um, for me, the idea of a tequila barrel-aged Goza, there's been a few of them that have been released, and I don't think there can be enough of them. That is like my favorite style, I think, in the universe. If you can make a good Goza and throw it in a tequila barrel and let it kind of get that that, that earthy kind of tequila thing, and then it ends up a little margarita-like, and oh, that's that's perfect for me. <laughs> yeah, it just turns out very well. Yeah, there's um there's a lot of a lot of rum barrel stuff that I think is really exciting too to watch. You know, there's there's not a lot of rum barrels out there because you know rum distilleries tend to hang on to them for a very long time. Um, plus, they you know the 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 infection side I think is a lot higher with uh, rum barrels for some reason, probably because they've sat around for so long. But um, you don't see a lot of rum barrel aged things, and when I do, I'm always kind of falling in love with those too. Just something different, I guess, is what you know. It's isn't that kind of the the thing with with craft beer in general? It's just you know different and trying new things and trying something that you haven't had before. You know, I think that you know is personified very well with uh, with barrel aged beers because they're forced, I guess, in a way to be a little different sometimes. Uh, I think so, absolutely. And then uh, I mean, which makes an event like you know like the, the 
uh, Barrelly's Beer Bash, like, so interesting uh, is that you can try all those different beers. And, I mean, like, I marked some, like, hey, I need to go, like, follow up and find, like, a whole bottle of this because it was so good or I need to, you know, take another look at it. So you definitely get a, a wide spectrum of what everyone has to offer. Right. Is there anything else you've been up to lately that's uh, gotten you excited? Any uh, any releases? Any uh, taproom events? Anything like that? Um, no. I well, one of my few New Year's resolutions was to hit up some local breweries that I've uh, yet to attend or yet to uh, you know visit. So I am sort of on that journey of hitting up some new places. I've been to uh, Three Points a couple weekends ago, and I was really impressed there. Um, there, and then, uh, Mount Carmel, I went there for the first time a couple weekends ago as well. Uh, so I'm just trying to make my way around the city to see what I haven't see what I haven't seen yet. There's definitely a lot to see. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> even, even places, even places that you've been that you haven't been in a while. It, it seems that, you know, every, every year or two of places are changing so much that it's a, it's almost a whole new experience. You know, Mount Carmel is the perfect example of it. If you went to Mount Carmel, you know, two or three years ago and you go there now, it's, it's a completely different world from what you uh, would have experienced before. And uh, that, that, that's a whole other level of trying to keep up with everything. That's kind of fun. So when does the uh, the blog post, is that going to be up uh, relatively soon? Is it up now? Uh, yeah, well, it's not up now. I'm sort of uh, going through and revising it, but it, it'll definitely be up tomorrow, probably by like one or two right. o'clock. Well, perfect. So um, for anybody that's listening to the show, if you're listening to it on your way to work, uh, read the blog post uh, on your lunch break or <laughs> when you get home tonight or whenever you're listening to this in the future. I don't know how that works, but... Um, this the the show will be up tomorrow morning. So, um, when as of when we're recording this again, the time is weird. But um, check it out. Uh, give everybody the website. Give everybody some social media spots so they can find you. Everything like that. Yeah, yeah. Try to keep it simple. So the blog it's gobeercats.com. Uh, and then same uh, gobeercats uh, no space uh, on Twitter and on Instagram. Well, if uh, if if. Mike was still on the show. He would definitely start uh, pestering you about some some Bearcats uh, questions here, but we'll uh, we'll leave that for a different show. <laughs> yeah, I gotta. They play again at home uh, on Thursday, and I gotta make sure my pacemaker's set because it looks like it's going to be that type of a season. That's yeah, uh, that's Cincinnati sports for you, I guess. It keeps it exciting. Yeah, well, that's for sure. You know, one thing I do want to mention <laughs> well, on the show that I learned last night, which I won't get you know go into too much detail. But I did hear some expansion rumors uh, from a local brewery. Uh, I'm I'm hearing some interesting things too. Yeah, possibly expanding outside of the city. So definitely um, uh, going to keep my close eye on that. Uh, so if we can keep it cryptic a little bit, the place that you're hearing rumors about is it a place that already? Uh, let's see. Let me try to think of a good way we can put this. Uh, is it a place that has uh no that gives it away uh would the expansion okay this is this this might give it um is the expansion that you've heard um to columbus it, it is not 
Okay, we might have different things than that right now. Right? Um, yeah. Well, so I'm going to keep you on the line after we uh, after we stop because I need to figure out what you've heard. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's I was uh, I was kind of uh, I'm very interested to like. Well, first of all, I hope it's true. I'm very interested to see how, how it turns out because it what they're doing has been mentioned on this podcast before. So I'll just leave it. Oh, that. Well. All right. Well, um, stay on the line because after we wrap this up, I got a couple questions. <laughs> and thank you for for taking a couple minutes out of your Sunday evening to uh, to help uh, help fill this show out a little bit with somebody else's thoughts and opinions besides my own because um, I can only imagine that gets a little boring for everybody that's listening. No, no problem so, at all. Glad to help. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Um, we'll be right back. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that worked out pretty good. Um, I will not know until I get all this uh, thrown into the computer and I can hear what it actually sounds like. But it's a fun experiment. We're going to probably in you know the, the future here, you're going to hear some more Skype things happening, some more uh, remote guests, I guess. Not necessarily just with this show, but the other show that I've been hinting for the last, I don't know, like two years or something that is actually really close to launching. I know I've said that before, but we're really, really close. So with that, there's probably going to be some more remote guests that are happening, but um, everything I do is an experiment leading towards something else. I, I promise you guys that even when things don't sound like they're well thought out, but they are. <laughs> it's my life. Uh, so this weekend I did, like I mentioned before, get a chance to get out to another tap room, uh, made it out to Rivertown today uh, as of recording this. Today is the anniversary of the opening of Monroe two years ago, so we thought it would be completely appropriate and delicious to get out to the tap room or the brew pub, the restaurant, whatever you want to call the barrel house out in Monroe, um, and have some dinner, let the, the kids play and uh, try to destroy the world and whatever they do when they run around and uh, I'll shoot bucks on Big Buck Hunter and race cars or whatever they do on all those video games. Um we had some barbecue, drank some beers. They have a new one on tap that I wanted to talk about a little bit called cryptocurrency. So it's their, I guess the proper way to put it, um, is an overly fruited sour beer. So if you think about the stuff that um, Urban Artifact is doing with the Midwest fruit tarts, it's kind of in that same vein. This one is a uh, what they call a dark sour ale brewed with molasses, beet sugar, spices with black currants and aronia berry juice. I don't know what aronia berries are, but this thing was was big and fruity. It's eight uh, percent ish. Um, lots of lots of berry flavor. Like it tasted like uh, strawberries and blackberries and stuff. I know that that's not there was black currants, but whatever. Super berry beer it was uh it was i i loved it i think it was my favorite thing i drank tonight and i uh i had some some good ones i had their their archers esb i had uh, the dunkel which i'm always in love with um so drank some good stuff and i think the the cryptocurrency was my favorite so um get out to rivertown tell them that uh that you still support what they're doing because um i, I certainly do and i think everybody should they uh I know they've gone through some some rough patches with with people around town and have gotten to be on the uh, the bad end of some different rumors and stuff that um, 
most of which aren't true. So, uh, get out there and uh, support what they're doing and try not just that beer, but some of the other stuff that they're doing right now. Cause I know they're trying really hard to, uh, to showcase who they are and, uh, are going to be trying some really fun stuff, I guess, in the future and trying to regain, uh, some kind of identity to who they really are and, uh, showcase that identity, I guess is a better way to put it. So, um, hats off to Rivertown. Congratulations on two years in Monroe. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was all I got to do this weekend is get out there because the snow and the family, but, um, we will definitely be back next week. I've got some fun shows coming up. We've got street side, we've got Sam Adams, we've got, um, some really cool stuff that we're planning. And I promise, promise, promise the new show is so close to happening and, uh, I'm building a lot of content for that. Uh, the website is, uh, ready to, I guess, switch over to its new identity. Um, there's some branding coming along with that and all kinds of fun stuff. So keep your eyes peeled, uh, watch for that. And thank you everybody for your support. Uh, the last, however many years this has been. And, uh, I promise there is a lot more fun stuff that's coming and, uh, keep your eyes peeled. Uh, thegnarlygnome.com. Share it with all of your friends. Um, if anybody does not listen to the show, tell them they should be listening to the show. And, you know, as always, do that thing that I always tell you to do. Just be gnarly and drink local beer because it's fun. 